You are now listening to The Widehorn Project. Welcome back to The Widehorn Project. As always, your host, Dylan and Alec, bringing you the best in podcast content. I'm going to get us started today with a really, my opinion, fabulous quote. It's a little bit of a lengthy one, so bear with me. So Al Pacino, any given Sunday, all you sports fans, we talk a lot about sports metaphors and examples on this podcast, so nothing short of another one here. I'll get right into it. Because in either game, life or football, the margin of error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, and you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that inch. Shit, that's good. So that's a long one, and I and it's fine if we need to repeat it or talk about it. But basically, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna break it down into is life, very similar to football, really small margin of error, um, and, and we see this in everything. It's like you're you're there half second too soon, too late. Shit happens. Shit hits the fan. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it, Alec? What are you gonna do when 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 life hits you like that? So I'll think about it like this. Like today, I was driving to work, so we're going back to the office a little bit, which has been great. Actually, a lot of fun. For those of you that are going back to the office, welcome back. Um. So I get off the exit, right? And I'm like, you know, I'm just you know gonna go speed limit because I'm just like no rush and like you know I'm not trying to like weave in and out of cars. Well, because I didn't weave in and out of cars to get to the office more quickly, I had to wait an extra five minutes for the train to go by. And if I had beaten out two seconds on the highway, I literally saw the gates doing one of these things. And you ever see the gate go down on the fucking train tracks? You're like, God damn it, dude. If I just made it five more seconds there, blah, blah, blah. It's a small, funny example of life. And football is a game of inches. And football and, and life are very, very similar. What are you going to do about it? You're going to make every moment, you, you know, make every moment count. And that's tough. It's easier said than done. I think you and I do a very good job of doing that. We make our seconds count on this podcast. We keep our podcast short, keep every episode between 15 to 20 minutes. But I do think that um, you don't always know when that second is going to be the most vital second. And that's why it's important to give every second your all. What do you think? Yeah. So you talked about some negative inches. What are some positive inches in your life that you feel like you grasp onto? Um, I think that when nobody's watching, actually – football coach gave me this one this is actually a really good thing to tie into it doesn't matter what you do when the coaches are around the fans are around players are watching it matters what happens when nobody's watching and a lot of that is self-discipline and i think a lot of people especially in our generation nowadays even with the whole work from home stuff um with just a lot of cultural things going on i think that we see a lack in the department of self-discipline so i try to keep myself self-disciplined i try to do things i try to keep a schedule it's not easy i mean i I fall short of it quite a bit um quite honestly uh but i think the more i can continue to remind myself about what i'm doing and what the purpose is behind what i'm doing it definitely helps get me through that um but the moments when nobody's watching and you do something you work hard you you leave that situation feeling so much more fulfilled than if you just dogged it and you just didn't give it any effort. So I think that's I think that's a great example. What are you, what are your some some examples of, of positive inches in your life? Yeah. So I immediately think of work. I think about my fitness career or my fitness goals. It's mm-hmm. it really is a game of inches. You know, you get you get yourself to put your shoes on, you get yourself to walk out the door, mm-hmm. walk to the gym, so on and so forth. All of those little steps get you to the gym to work out, 
and then get you home and feeling accomplished, the same inches neglected get you to the couch or to the bed and you, it never happens in that day. So when I think about inches, some of the most difficult ones that I strive to grasp every day re- really do come around – right now in my life, are, mm-hmm. come around the fitness stuff because I'm having a really hard time motivating. I'm having a really hard time getting to the gym. Part of that's because I, I'm resting a little bit on my laurels. I've had success there and I'm, my body is in a place where I'm happy with. But it doesn't mean just because you're there does not mean that you should stop giving it effort or trying. Right. And so – I think that the inches – people are are happy to get into the grind and grab for those little inches when it's a goal that you haven't reached or when you're really far below um, where you want to be. But once you get there, the real grind and the real badassery of life is the motherfuckers who get to the top and, they, and they're just creating their own inches. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're just grabbing shit that's in the clouds, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and and that, that's something that I'm struggling with. On my own, I also think there's other inches to, um, you know, personal life, work. There's things, areas I could be better that I do try to grab onto, and I'm happy when I do. But like you, there's plenty of, you know, examples where I don't do that, where I fall short, yeah. and you're not gonna have all the inches. You're not gonna <laughs> have all the inches. <laughs> no, and, and, and two, it's, it's taking advantage of the inches um, that are up for grabs too, like you know, like volunteering. Um, yep and stepping outside of your comfort zone to go ahead and do something that maybe somebody asked you to do that you didn't really want to do, but you're like, maybe I should do this. Um, there's a lot of inches in your life that I feel like if you take if you take opportunities, you walk through doors, you know, more doors will open. And yeah, yeah that's kind of my thought. I like the idea too of it being really small unit of measurement. I do too. I think it's pretty Be- cool. Yeah, because, yeah, and What's really interesting is if you bring it in back into the football context, sometimes it really is just an inch, literally or less. <laughs> like it actually is, and that that is interesting in school because it's like no, it it's not just metaphorically like an inch or a little small step. It really actually is an inch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's one thing. But there's also the there's also this. Um, like our brain is really good at putting us into a circumstance where we feel that we're the only one doing something that we're mm-hmm. alone on, on this island struggling by ourselves. Yeah. When you and when you think about it, the the way to get off, like let's say you were stranded on an island by yourself, the the first step, other than thinking about a plan to get off, is actually taking a step forward or mm-hmm. moving, and mm-hmm. that requires you know every 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 movement, every action is a consummation and an accumulation of little tiny cells in your body and little tiny movements and Mm -hmm. muscle twitches that all actually produce the movement so yeah when you break it down to something so small it it makes it arbitrary and feel like it doesn't matter but it actually does matter and that i think is our brain just tricking us sometimes as to like because it's so small it doesn't matter Uh but the irony is it's like that is exactly what drives the bigger changes it's repetition of the small things over and over again yeah absolutely i think the repetition that you speak on too is something that's so vital it's just like rituals habits building it into your schedule that's the hard part is building shit into your schedule like you ever try to tell yourself oh i'm gonna i'm gonna do this just i'm just gonna do this seven days in a row how how many times you get to day two and you go fuck this shit man like i am i don't want to do this again whether it's making your bed whether it's reading 10 pages of a book whether it's going for a walk more often than not people fail at that stuff why do you think that is 
I think they set the goal too high. I think they set the bar too high. Set the, I think they set the goal too high. I think that they become overly ambitious because mm-hmm. they're excited. And in the moment, yeah. they have that motivation, that drive to get up and do it. You know, mm-hmm. it's balls to the wall, zero or 100. I'm not getting up and going after it unless I'm fucking grinding after mm-hmm. it. Like, mm-hmm. I want steam coming out of my fucking shoes and flame coming off my fucking hair. Like, I am running at it like I'm escaping from fucking hell. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. But that's fleeting. The best yeah. athletes in the world do not get up every day and want to go to the gym or want to go to the field and play. The best musicians in the world do not get up every day wanting to fucking tap the keys on the keyboard or wanting to fucking stroke the strings on the violin. What it comes down to is having a wrap around your mind and being able to make your goals so small that they seem insignificant, mm-hmm. but that makes them easy to actually execute. So yeah. go ahead. No, do you think that people build their goals to impress other people then? Like, for example, I gave myself a very, very hefty large goal at work, right, to go ahead and get a ton of bookings for this quarter. And Mm -hmm. quite honestly, like, I fell a little short of that. And I'm okay with understanding that I think that I actually may have just stretched myself a little bit further than I think I could have. And I think that if I actually made tangential or, sorry, tangible smaller steps on how to you know execute that i think i would have gotten higher and again too like i'm glad with where i ended like i did great but i think that like i i could i can always do better but i think it comes down to the smaller goals and being being serious and actually meaning what i say and meaning what i do because a lot of times people just talk the talk and just you don't walk the walk but yeah well we're really good at lying and manipulating ourselves like mm-hmm. you know i think one of the most useful exercises for me has been treating myself like somebody that i needed to take care of so if in that context you know would i lie to somebody that i needed to take care of if somebody that i was taking care of needed to lose weight would i tell them ah, it doesn't matter if you go to the gym or if you eat like a slob today no you wouldn't do that Mm-hmm. You, you know, if I, if I told that person, hey, you need to take your medicine today or, hey, you, you really need to read this to prepare for whatever so you'll be successful, would you be so inclined to, to neglect that person, that information that they're owed? You probably wouldn't. So taking removing the self from those situations and treating it as if like you are actually a third party that you're caring for, that's one exercise that helps me along the lines – because you said something that I want to touch on – along the lines of – us coming up short of our goals. There's nothing wrong with having ambitious goals. There's mm-hmm. absolutely nothing wrong with absolutely. setting the bar And I high. actually quite honestly like feel like a little weird talking about that. Like I never want to have to tell somebody that like, oh, like I feel like I came short of something. But also to that point, there's something to be said about like shooting up for high high goals because I think that it also does allow you to surpass what your normal goal could have been. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But anyways, I'll let you continue. No, so I'm going to I'm going to ask you a question. So on that goal that you feel like you came up short on, do you how do you feel knowing now that you've come up short? Like do you feel do you feel sad I mean obviously you don't feel satisfied right. that you missed the mark, but What's next? do you feel content Yeah, and do you feel content with your effort? I think I'm going to blow next quarter out of the fucking water. Is actually what I I actually feel. And I actually feel more motivated than ever. And you know, this past couple of months, I mean, outside of work too, there's a lot of external factors I think that people also forget about and that work isn't everything and that there's so many other factors in your life that play into things and there's never an mm-hmm. excuse, but there's also reality, right? So I think that this next coming quarter, I actually am so excited because also we're talking on the last day of our quarter, sales quarter. For people in sales, the last day of a sales quarter is actually a big deal. Um 
Yeah, we're we're in the office today, and like we're we're trying to hit what we call like tier three, and we're just like screaming in the office when somebody gets a booking and stuff. And I'm sure you could probably relate in some regards too. But uh, yeah, I just feel more. I actually feel more motivated. And but to that point too. I think that there's people out there that probably get very discouraged and probably feel like they let themselves go or they, they let the, the team down, things like that. I feel more motivated than ever to go ahead and kill it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, and that's probably because you took more often than not the action that would have led you to completing the goal and succeeding. Mm-hmm. You came up short, but it sounds like that wasn't because of a lack of effort. That's a lack of circumstance. And mm-hmm. and you can tell that in the body language, the way people communicate their failures. When somebody is really down on themselves, at least somebody who's in the right headspace feels good about themselves and knows who they are. When they miss a target or they fail, they don't feel sorry for themselves forever. Maybe it's a, a couple minutes, a couple moments, but they actually internalize what happened. They feel it. They let it go. And then they look how to attack it and how to make changes that will lead them to the goal at the end. I never feel bad about a circumstance that I come up short on if I know that I at least gave most or all of my effort when I could and when mm-hmm. I when I showed up. Mm-hmm. You can't ever expect yourself to be better yeah. than what your best is on a given day. And the reality is your best varies. Mm-hmm. It varies because of the things that you mentioned. Because every day we're a little bit different. We have different external factors. Some days we just wake up in a different mood and that affects the output that we're yeah. able to give. So 100%. these things all do matter. And you'd be stupid to believe that you're going to be the same. Yeah. You're going to show up the same every day. I think about our football games too, Dylan, in high school where we would give all of our effort and we'd just come up short a couple inches. You know? That's it. Seriously. A lot, a lot of times it is just a few inches. And that's got me thinking a lot too about – just the the vast capacity and ability for us to improve every day and the amount of opportunities we're given. I've been thinking a lot about golf lately because I've been playing a lot of golf and I'm kind yeah. of in – I get in these modes where I'm like super obsessed with some things. So I just I've broke just my like, five iron the other day. It was great. I was on the course. I've, just I've been snapped been it. I'd, I'd not purpose, but anyways. I, yeah. Dude, listen. Golf could be the most frustrating sport. Uh, no, I didn't world. snap it. Like I actually hit the ground so hard that the fucking club snapped. But anyways, continue. The, that <laughs> like, is, it was a shitty swing. <laughs> that is impressive. I wish I actually could have seen it. We may need to talk a little bit more offline about that. But anyway. Yeah, so – I think golf is one of those sports, at least for me, that it, it, it teaches me a lot and I love it. It's, it's a great hobby, but more so what I want to talk about along the lines of what like, golf has taught me is every shot, you know, it's such a mental game. And I know mm-hmm. that at, at the point I am at in my life that I have the physical mechanics and the athleticism to activate what I need to and then execute on that. It's more in my head and that is what makes the difference between like great holes and great shots versus shitty ones. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I just – I think I've been on this journey for a while recognizing that like again, it's a culmination. It's inches. It's a bunch of little things that stack up that equal the outcome and golf really is one of those sports that that – takes that idea and highlights it and, and italicizes it and bolds it and underlines it a million times because it's like your swing might be on, but your, if your fucking mind is off, and eh, mm-hmm. like your swing might be on and your mind yeah. might be on, but if the condition – there's so many factors yeah. um, and it's just – to me, it's very apparent in golf uh-huh. because I'm not as skilled and I haven't been doing it for as long. I'm not as comfortable, um, but it's just teaching me a lot about myself and, and yeah. it, it's just – it's really – 
satisfying when when a sport can teach you or, or a hobby can teach you about yeah. other areas of your life or even like put it into an example like this like when you make a great hole right you feel probably ecstatic probably more so than you would feel in, in something else that you're really good at or something that you're consistently doing because when you're practicing something that's very difficult or challenging and then you execute it properly you i actually feel like you get more you get more excitement out of that than you would in something that you do every single day because it's like it's unknown to you and it's new and it's fresh um but yeah i think that's definitely a good place for you us know, to kind of wrap it up and i'll let you kind of take the take the wheels on this one take us into the homeland dylan yeah for sure no the last thing i just want to leave everybody with tonight is these inches they add up they matter and confident or competence and feeling happy and feeling fulfilled comes from confidence we've talked about this before and mm -hmm. confidence is really engaging in something and doing it well and then finding success and then replicating that over and over so find the little inches in your life find the little actions that you can take every day that amount up and surmount any kind of obstacle and get you to a place where you're feeling really good and then just repeatedly do that over and over again mm -hmm. you guys will feel great as always appreciate you that's all we've got for tonight alec myself bringing you the best as always we hope you guys enjoyed it C catch us find us <laughs> check us out I'm, fucking, <laughs> I'm dying right here i'm i, I we, we hit our number today I, I, in my company so i'm a little bit i'm running out of steam here but um catch us on soundcloud podcast I can't. I gotta. You gotta. You gotta have to cut this out, dude. 